Father, we just thank you for your love, your presence this morning with each of every one of your children here, Lord. We are so blessed to be in your presence, to be part of your church, Lord, your body in this world, Lord, and continue, Lord, to grow us, teach us, and help us to understand in a revelation of who you are, that we can be your witnesses, your living witnesses to a living Christ to this world, Lord. Holy Spirit, as we come to your word, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, but in demonstration of your spirit and your power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, so today we continue with the next witness, all right, of our God from the Bible, and we are doing the uh, Hebrew uh, names in people. Uh, I can't show you the but our destiny and characteristic is hidden in our in the Hebrew names. Okay, so whilst today uh, we know that yesterday we learned about the letter, the fifth letter. Anyone can still remember what's that? <laughs> yeah, very easy. Hey. <laughs> so now we can call each other hey without feeling rude. All right, it means the breath of God, the wind of God, the air, all right, of God in us, giving us life. Okay, and uh, I was asking they all to guess, right? Today is which name that the Holy Spirit wants us to look into. Okay, whilst for that person with the name, it will of course be more, mean more, and, and uh, much more. For the rest, we also can receive, okay? Because we have the hay already. We have Holy Spirit inside us, all right? And we can receive all the good things in the, uh, the, the names, all right? Basically, it's the Hebrew letters, all right? For a name, it's the, specifically for that person, yeah? But generally, all the blessings and inheritance, spirit and power. Remember last yesterday, Jesus said, my words are? Life, yes, a spirit and life. So as we, as I was learning, uh, going through the Hebrew letters yesterday itself, when they came to uh, teaching that, hey, it's just like hit into me. Holy Spirit said, now you know why my words are spirit and life. Because in every single Hebrew letter, he can create, God can create the heavens with just one you, one letter. He created the earth with one letter, hey. You know, and so, all our whole life, right? When we have his word spoken over our life, it brings life to our spirit, yeah? To our physical bodies, okay? So today's one is... <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, your destiny and character is hidden in your name. God's witnesses, the second one. Abigail, okay, as I was sharing yesterday, uh, so uh, Rebecca got it right, okay, I didn't think as usual, you know, who, because how to know who, right, okay, the Holy Spirit knows, but as he was leading, yeah, I realized that Ab Abraham, last week we thought about Abraham, the first one, F means father, right, F in Hebrew, and he said, continue, 
with the other app, <laughs> which is Abigail. Okay, and then of course, when he gave me the to to teach on Abigail, I would say, oh, Abigail, I really don't know who she is <laughs> in the Bible and the Bible Abigail. And uh, when God gave the name to confirm for our sister Abigail, I, was, I only remember Abigail as my friend's daughter, King's daughter, Abigail. <laughs> That's all. There's one girl called Abigail because she's not very prominent, right? So in the Bible, like Sarah and all that, we all know, right? I said, okay, which means I have to study more. <laughs> Abigail, okay. But always follow and obey the Holy Spirit. And I was, as I was going through her story, actually, I didn't even know she's the wife of David. As in, you know, forgotten already because it's like years. And uh, those days, I read the Bible in New King James, which most of the time you don't understand, right? <laughs> right? So, but okay, I'll look into Abigail. And this is. What we discovered, look at her name, Abigail. All right, God. we will see further as we go in. All right, first, uh, not in detail, it means my father is rejoicing. Ab means father. That's why Abraham, all right, comes from the Ab, father. And then Gil means to rejoice. All right. Okay, let's go into her story before we go into the letters that make up the name. All right, the story of Abigail. It's really amazing <laughs> because when I read the story, I realized very, very, very much many characteristics of this lady is in our midst. <laughs> Sitting here. See, God don't make mistakes, right? Okay. 1 Samuel 25, 1 to 3. Message version. Easier to understand the story. Samuel died. You all know who is Samuel, right? Prophet Samuel. So there was a time of uh, King uh, David's time after Samuel passed on. The whole country came to his funeral. Everyone grieved over his death. He was buried in his hometown of Ramah. Meanwhile, David moved again. Okay, so he, he was... Uh, I think under the time of King Saul, Saul was trying to kill him. So he was moving from running away from Saul. This time to the wilderness of Ma'on. There was a certain man in Ma'on. So they're all from the tribe of Judah. Okay. Uh, all Jews. There was a certain man in Ma'on who carried on his business in the region of Kamel. He was very prosperous. Okay. So there was this rich guy who is also a, a, a Jewish same tribe as David, and he's very rich. Okay, very prosperous means very rich. 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats, and it was sheep shearing time in Kamel. That man's name was Nabal, and it means fool. You see, you have to be very careful huh? what, how you name your children, because the, another sentence as we go along, you know, another word tells us. Uh, how dangerous it is to call our simply call people names, right? If we don't understand the name. So the man's name was Nabal, which means fool, a Calebite, right from the uh, Caleb. And his wife's name was Abigail. So first time actually, I really know who is uh, Abigail's husband is a, what's a fool? So don't relate to the current one. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's different. So see it in the spiritual realm, okay? The devil, all right? So in the past, right, uh, this Abigail we have here, right? 
was married to the devil, right? Who is foolish. Okay, not to Elijah. Elijah is not foolish, okay? So his, his wife's name was Abigail. And this woman was intelligent and good-looking. In the message version, it's good-looking. In other versions, it's beautiful. All right, all God's uh, children, daughters are beautiful. If you read the Bible properly, all of them, they are named, they are beautiful. Okay, so that she is intelligent. So remember, uh, yes, last week about Abraham, yes, inside his Hebrew letter, he had intelligence, very intelligent, right? And God only give added more, right? The intelligence and the wisdom with the hay to go into his name. So, but the man was brutish and mean. Can you imagine such a marriage, right? Right? The wife, intelligent, wise, beautiful, and the husband, rich. Probably the, the riches came from the wisdom of the wife. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he was very foolish and he was mean and cruel. We were like that, all right, in the spirit, right? Married to sin, the Bible says, all right, where we became, you know, uh, having to live with sin as our, like our spiritual husband, right? In Romans, it said that we were once married to sin, married to the law, right? Demanding us to do this, do that, okay? But today we have been set free, we are married to Jesus. So we see how in this lady Abigail's life, how God uh, blessed her and then in her characteristic and in her destiny was hidden inside her name, Abigail. So without going to the letters first, we continue the story. David, out in the back country, hears that Nabal was shearing his sheep and sent 10 of his young men off with these instructions. Go to Kamel and approach Nabal. Greet him in my name. Peace, life and peace to you. Peace to your household. Peace to everyone here. I heard it's sheep sharing time. Okay, so they already had an encounter previously. You know, I mean, King David as well, as well as Nabal had already a previous encounter. Here's the point. Why now David sent his men to approach Nabal? He says, when your shepherds, when Nabal's shepherds were Came near us. We didn't take advantage of them. So King David showed mercy to Nabal's people earlier. They didn't lose a thing all the time they were with us in Kamel. Ask your young men. Now, David need back a favor from Kamel, uh, from uh, Nabal. So ask your young men. They will tell you. What I'm asking is that you be generous with my men. Share your feast. So remember, Nabal is very rich. So he, uh, David protected him and his people earlier. Now, he, David asked for a favor that Nabal share back their, his, uh, his feast, his food, everything with David's people. Okay? So you see a lot. Okay? And then King uh, David said, give whatever your heart tells you to your servants. And to me, David, your son, right? So this was the, uh, the, the give your heart, you know, just like what uh, just now during the tidy and offering time, right? <laughs> that was a good one, first time by uh, Rebecca, right? <laughs> Sharing, right? Beautiful teaching, all right, of the testimony and from the word. Give from your heart, same exactly as in the New Testament, right? Hmm. 
what your heart tells you, you just give. Deuteronomy continue, when you happen on someone, so this giving is actually uh, David, they, they know the Torah, right? The, the Jews, they know the Torah very well. Today, you're not afraid of the law anymore, right? The law is just the instructions of God. So what David was saying actually was quoting from the Torah to give from your heart, you know, what inside your heart you, you want to give to his people. And he was quoting from Deuteronomy uh, 15, the Torah. When you happen on someone who's in trouble or needs, see, when he asks neighbor for help, it's all actually inside the Torah. When you happen on someone who's trouble, in trouble or need help among your people with whom you live in this land that God, your God is giving you, don't look the other way, pretending you don't see him. See, these are beautiful instructions given by God to the Jewish people. And remember, Nabal and David are in the same tribe. Don't keep a tight grip on your purse. <laughs> no. Look at him. Open your purse. Lend whatever and as much as he needs. Don't count the cost. Don't listen to that selfish voice saying, it's almost the seventh year, the year of all that's cancelled. Turn aside and leave your needy neighbor in the lurch, refusing to help him. You'll call God's attention to you and your blatant sin. I believe today, under grace, we can look at these uh, instructions without feeling compunction, right? Without feeling, because this is just the way that God took care of his people, right? He blessed them and they were to bless each other in the neighborhood, all right, and in their tribe. So David quoted the word of God, all right? The Torah to uh, the, his people to send the word to Nabal. Uh, this is a continuation, okay. Give, this, I, I found it so interesting. Deuteronomy, I think seldom we all go and look at Deuteronomy, <laughs> Numbers, Leviticus, right? But now as you understand, these things are coming so beautifully, right? To us with the revelation that God is such a giver. Give freely. Isn't this all what Paul was saying in the New Testament, in the New Covenant, right? And even Jesus freely have received, freely give. And then don't have a stingy heart, right? Just now the... Uh, another version of that verse that was brought up during uh, tithing and offering was right the farmer with a few steeds being stingy and the one generous one so generously. So the way you handle in the message version, ah, Evelyn uh, and uh, um, Adeline like message version already, right? <laughs> Very interesting. The way you handle matters like this triggers God, your God's blessing in everything you do so you heard the testimony right got job got uh increment then this one can be number what 57 50 what <laughs> 52 exactly everything all right you go grocery also get bless you right with uh i remember your testimony adeline right the oil or something like that right so god will bless you and what triggers it the way we handle what matters matters of giving right in the areas of giving triggers God. It's like, and then God begin to do something more. Blessing in everything. It is his joy and our joy to give. Right? All your work and your ventures, your work, your business. Okay? Like what Pastor Chilean said, her work. Right? And then our ventures, whether it's a business venture or whatever, God will see to it 
because he has been triggered. <laughs> he was triggered. <laughs> right? So yesterday also I shared a testimony about the, the triggering. Yeah, I probably got it from today's one. Yeah. That when my son blessed me, automatically it triggers something to bless him back without realizing it, without connecting the two. Right? You feel joy, feel happy. Right? So that's how it works, right? That's just now uh, Sister Rebecca said, right? When you give, give happily. If you're not, a mother will tell you, I think you better take back. <laughs> but you know what happens when we give? It triggers your mommy to give more. The next day she cook more. Your daddy give cook more. The next time she give you uh, money, she give you more. You By you just giving something from your heart to someone, okay? So this is how God, it, how God, how God uh, feels also. So they're always going to be the poor and needy among you. So I command you always be generous. Open the purse and hands. And we'll learn a lot of Hebrew letters about hands, open hands. Give to your neighbors in trouble. Give, give your poor and hurting neighbors. So King David was quoting from the Torah. All right, God's way of giving to each other. David's young man went and delivered his message. So the message is from the Torah. It's from God's word to say that you now you give share with us your peace because Nabal is very rich. His message word for word to Nabal, word for word. I like this, right? Remember God's word. And we, when we speak, it's good if you can word for word, God's word. All right? If you cannot remember the text, never mind. That one you can go. Right? But remember uh, the word of God. All right, what God say, don't add or subtract. <laughs> Just use as you meditate, you'll be able to remember the word. Okay, the word that gives life. Nabal talk into them. Who is this Nabal? Uh, who is this David? So you look at the foolishness of Nabal, <laughs> right? Who is this son Jesse? He didn't recognize the man of God, the, the servant of God, because David is the anointed. Uh, man of God at that time. The country is full of runaway servants these days because David was running away. But Nabal was so foolish. He didn't see the anointing in David, King David, right? But just only saw that he's probably running somewhere. Do you think I'm going to make take good bread and wine and meat freshly butchered for my sheep's shearers and give it to men I've never laid eyes on? See his foolishness. Who knows where they have come from. So he oh, remember like I was telling yesterday, the Dalai, he only see the physical, right? And he didn't see the anointing on King David, right? Which, as you can see later, the difference in his wife. <laughs> okay, Abigail saw differently. Nabal foolish, he only see the natural and then he don't bother about uh, this, uh, David's instructions. Or even actually it was just a request, right? David's men got out of there and went back and told David <laughs> what he had said. David was super angry, okay? David said, strap on your swords, okay? That means what? He's going to go and kill this, this uh, neighbor already. That means he says what? They all strapped on their swords. David and his men set out because at first they went in peace, right? Following the word of God to ask for back the, the favor. 400 of them, 400, 200 stayed behind to guard the camp. So they were in this camp, all right? Remember David and his mighty men, right? At that time. Meanwhile, so they're all ready to go and actually kill Nabal. 
Meanwhile, one of the young shepherds told Abigail. So Abigail is the wife of Nabal, right? Nabal's wife, what had happened? Telling her, David sent messages from the back country to salute our master, Nabal, right? Uh, but he tore into them with insult. Yet these men treated us very well. Even the servants recognized that David has treated their people very well. They took nothing from us and didn't take advantage of us all the time we were in the fields. They formed a wall around us, protecting us day and night all the time that we were out tending the sheep. So the, the, the servants told Abigail what actually happened, you know, that this David and his men were very good to them, took care of them, protected them while they were in David's uh, place, Kamel. But now the master... <laughs> doing this ungrateful thing. So it, they told Abigail, do something, ask Abigail, do something quickly because big trouble is ahead for our master and all of us. Right? So they, the, the servants know already, chama, chama. <laughs> They're very chama already because their master is very foolish. You know? Then do, nobody can talk to him. Remember, he's very mean. He's very foolish. He thinks, you know, the world of himself. So he is he's impossible. <laughs> I like this uh, in the message, right? You enjoy more reading stories from the message version. He's impossible. A real brute. Imagine the servant talking about the master, but he really is, okay? His character is, was in his name, right? Every girl flew into action. <laughs> You see the similarity. <laughs> okay. She took, the, look at the intelligence and wisdom of his wife, Abigail. She took 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five sheep dressed out and ready for cooking, a bushel of roasted grain, a hundred raisin cakes, and 200 fig cakes. And she had it all loaded on there on some donkeys. So in those days, in the Hebrew culture is that the wife will be the household manager, right? So they, she will manage, normally the wife will manage all the uh, household things. So that's what she did and loaded to some donkeys. And then she said to her young servants, go ahead, pave the way for me. I'm right behind you. See, she went to see David. In front of her was all her offering. <laughs> Smart lady or not? <laughs> very smart because now she knows already. The servant tell her, David's very angry already and they're already prepared for war to come and, you know, definitely kill them all. So she's so smart. She said, before I approach him, I come to him, God's servant, with the offering, right? Okay, so I'm right behind you. But she said nothing to her husband, Nabal. Didn't tell him, right? And as she was riding her donkey, descending into a ravine, they met each other. David and his men were descending from the other end. So they met there on the road. Okay. This is not love story. You will see later on. It's a wonderful uh, story of wisdom and, and generosity, right? Mostly the wisdom and generosity of this lady. David had just said that sure was a waste. Okay, just so just before meeting Abigail with all the the, uh, the things that she prepared to to give him, 
and her people, David had already just said to his people, to his servants, that sure was a waste. Guarding everything this man had out in the wild. So David was saying that, oh, you know, so angry. He said, I really wasted, you know, taking care of them, taking care, guarding them, taking care of them, making sure nothing they had was lost, neighbor. And now he rewards me with insult. A real slap in the face. May God do his worst to me if Nabal and every cur in his misgotten brood aren't dead meat by morning. That means David is saying this is really ungrateful wretch. <laughs> Going to kill already. By morning, they become meat already. <laughs> Barbecue. Roast pork. <laughs> okay, because we enjoy roast pork by Elijah. Okay, so don't remember, huh? Elijah is not <laughs> neighbor. <laughs> okay, so, all right. So this is how angry King David was. Then as soon as Abigail saw David, she got off her donkey and fell on her knees at his feet, her face to the ground in homage. She respected King David, all right, as the anointed servant of God. Because you only bow down when you is to show respect and honor. So first thing she bowed down. Now do you remember David very angry one? Okay, she filled with anger. <laughs> then this woman came and bowed down. All right, to King David. And then she said, "Let me speak to you. Listen to what I have to say." Now in a position of humility, right? Bowing down, speak of a person who is humble. So she didn't come to argue with David. She came with the offering and then she bowed down in humility, respecting who David was. And he said, don't dwell on what that brute neighbor said. <laughs> neighbor did because the husband, the brute. Okay. So he acts he out the meaning of his name. See why important? Important to change name, right? right? Because God has something wonderful for us in our name. And the meaning of his name, he's acting it out. Nabal cannot help behaving like that. He was, it was his name. Maybe from young, the parents have been calling you fool. <laughs> By calling him Nabal, because you fool, you fool, you fool. So he's just acting out the meaning of his name. Foolishness oozes from him. <laughs> The message version very good, huh? So, so every day everyone call him foolish, foolish. So now flowing out, flowing from him is foolishness. Okay, he don't have any ounce of wisdom at all. I wasn't there when the young man my master sent arrived. I didn't see them. So this is what Abigail was telling David. And now my master. So she acknowledged David as her master, as God lives and as you live. Is, and she was beginning to uh, prophesy. That's why when I was doing this, uh, you know, this uh, sessions teachings, I saw Abigail was in the list of the names of prophet, but I didn't really understand. <laughs> Honestly, okay, I don't know why Abigail is there because I don't really know about Abigail. Then as I was going through this, I begin to understand. All right, Abigail prophesied. Okay, she said God has kept you after showing her you know humble respect to david she began to talk to david from god's word she knew god's word she said, god has kept you from avenging murder 
and may your enemies, all who seek my master's harm, end up like... <laughs> Never. Okay? Take this gift I, your servant girl, have brought to my master and give it to the young man who follow in the steps of my master. See, she's continuing. Forgive my presumption. You see, when she's now going to speak to the king, the word of God. All right? But in a very humble way. But God is at work in my master, developing a rule solid and dependable. She was prophesying about David's kingdom. Now, David has not yet been back to the throne, all right, because of Saul. So now, Abigail has the Holy Spirit, all right, upon her, and she began to have the wisdom and prophesy that his kingdom will be solid, all right? In this version, it means, actually, it means that he, God will establish his kingdom. So, not just happened fully, right? Because he's now run away, all right? But later on, that's what happened to King David. God gave him a sure kingdom and dependable. And my master fights God's battles. So he, she is in a very polite way and honoring way, humble way, reminding King David of God's word. Okay, which talks about God. Uh, his, this David is man who is, is a person who fights God's battles. As long as you live, no evil will stick to you. So it's quoting God's word that God will protect him. So if anyone stands in your way, if anyone tries to get you out of the way, know this. Your God-honored life is tightly bound in the bundle of God's protected life. So it's reminding David that God will protect David no matter what, as, as he is God's servant. But the lives of your enemies will be hurled aside as a stone is thrown from a sling, right? Because God says he fights his battles. So now David is going to do vengeance, right? Okay, but this lady, very wise, come to tell him and remind him that your life is already protected because David is a covenant man. So he knows the covenant and the word of God. But out of anger, he wants to go and avenge, to kill Nabal. So when God, so uh, Abigail continues, when God complete all the goodness he has promised my master and set you up as a prince over Israel, my master will not have this dead weight in his heart, the guilt of avenging and avenging murder. See how intelligent and wise she is. Okay, going to King David with the word of God, telling that one day you, your God, you will have a sure kingdom, and when you are king, you don't want this guilt of avenging murder. And that is actually also in the Torah about vengeance is mine. Okay, you see, when God has worked things for, for good for you, then remember me. So where did, was she quoting from? She was quoting from the Bible, okay, uh, from the Torah. In Leviticus 19, 17 to 18, it says the, the law or the word or God's Torah, don't secretly hate your neighbor. If you have something against him, get it out in the open. Otherwise, you are an accomplice in his guilt. Don't seek revenge or carry a grudge against any of your people. So now you see, why God give all these laws, right? Love your neighbor as yourself. I am God. Because if they go against this, who will be harmed? They themselves will carry a guilt of having vengeance. When God said, I will be your vengeance. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. So you understand why the law is not scary? 
yeah, it was given to protect the people from a guilty conscience. Once you kill someone, you, you, you will end up having that guilt all right, of avenging and also uh, against the word of God. So Abigail was very smart, you know. Actually, it was a good-heartedness to tell David, if you do this, later on when you are king already, you will have this in guilt in your heart, right? So David, wow, was so open eyes already. Then she said, he said, David said, blessed be God, the God of Israel. He sent you to meet me. And blessed be your good sense. <laughs> Talking to who? Abigail, right? Because Abigail had good sense, had wisdom, right? To stop uh, using, uh, to stop the whole thing. Basically, he said, Nabal actually is a fool. <laughs> Her own husband, right? She knows the end of him, according to the Torah, the foolish, right? But she realized that King David is an anointed person of God. And she came to him to stop him and remind him of God's promises, of God's word. And telling him, no point doing this because in the end, you will end up with guilt. So uh, David said, bless you for keeping me from murder and taking charge of looking out for me. A close call. <laughs> that is the message version, right? She was, he is so blessed by Abigail. All right, the wisdom that came out from her mouth, this, this woman. Right, compared to the husband. As God lives, the God of Israel who kept me from hurting you, if you had not come as quickly as you did, remember, the, just now we read, right? Abigail flew into action. <laughs> didn't waste time because there's no time to waste. If she didn't do, what will happen? All the whole household will be killed, including her, everyone. God lives and also the guilt will go on to David. As God lives, a God of Israel who kept me from hurting you, if you had not come as quickly as you did, stopping me in my tracks, my, by morning there would have been nothing left of Nabal, but <laughs> rose pork. <laughs> okay, yeah. So look at this so beautiful story. Then David accepted the gift. Okay, she brought him and said, return home in peace. I've heard what you said and I'll do what you have asked, right? Abigail prophesying and humbling herself, honoring King David, the anointed. David has always been called the anointed of God. Okay, next. When Abigail got home, she found Nabal presiding over a huge banquet. He was in high spirits and very, very drunk. So, she didn't tell him anything of what she'd done next morning. But in the morning, after Nabal had sobered up, she told him the whole story. Right then and there, he had a heart attack. <laughs> and then you see the, 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 the passage version, even more funny, and fell into a coma. About 10 days later, God finished him off. <laughs> and he died. <laughs> So don't worry about your enemies, all right? Whether in a working place or whoever, okay? They laugh at you. They are so mean to you and all that. But God, that's why the word says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, right? He, if they keep on doing to you, all right? You are the anointed of God. You are the servant of God. You are a child of God, right? Rest in him and then God will finish them all. <laughs> And I read 
it's so funny. He had a heart attack <laughs> and then fell into coma. <laughs> Ten days later, he died. But I like that I got finished. So don't worry, okay? Forgive everyone as God has forgiven you, okay? No matter what they do to you, God is your bodyguard, your protector, and your vengeance. If they, if they need to be finished off, then God will finish them off, right? If not, of course, God will save them, right? But this guy is really mean, so he had to die. So God did the, the killing instead of David, right? So the blood was not on David's hands, right? It went back to God. So, so wonderful, all because of the wisdom of Abigail. So when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, blessed be God who has stood up for me against Nabal's insults, right? And one thing, David also recognized God is in the whole thing, okay? Keep, kept me from an evil act. Yeah, he didn't say Abigail kept me, but he said God. Okay, God is the one. See, David always recognized God. All right, and he says, kept me from an evil act and let Nabal's evil boomerang back on him. <laughs> okay, so really boomerang already. <laughs> Finished him off. Okay, for heart attack. Then David sent for Abigail to tell her that he wanted her for a wife. Now, this part, I'll explain to you a little bit. It's not because he fell in love with her. In the Jewish culture, all right, if they, they didn't have children, so only the children can inherit the parents, okay, of whatever they have. A wife doesn't inherit, probably sent back to their, ah, sent back to their parents, the Jewish culture, right? That's why you have the roof and all that, the story of roof and a mother-in-law okay so the unless you have children you have children then you can inherit so which means that david knew now nabal is dead that means abigail's husband died she will have nothing okay because she don't have children with him she will have nothing and she will be like really don't know where to go to so immediately david took care of her Okay, so it's not the love story. I fell in the first side <laughs> on the roadside. Okay, but it's all really very beautiful. All right, that God take care of us. Okay, by marrying her. Okay, if you take care as a as the, his wife, actually he had another wife, which is Saul's daughter, Michal. Right, and then after that was chased out. Okay, um, so now he marry her so that she will have a place. She will have a position now. And anything have uh, when they have children, of course, it will carry on. So he said, for he went wanted her for his wife, and David's servant went to Abigail at Carmel with the message David sent to us to bring you to marry him. That means to take care of him. So remember, today we are married to Jesus. He's our spiritual husband, right? He take care of us. And she got up and then bowed down, face to the ground and saying, I'm your servant, ready to do anything you want. I'll even wash the feet of my master's servants. This is uh, Abigail's heart, all right? She always humble, always bow down and uh, honor uh, David. And also, very fast, right? She didn't say, I am in it. Okay, immediately she just obeyed, you know, and that's when to be the uh, David's uh, wife. Okay, Abigail didn't linger. Oh, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> he didn't linger around. <laughs> She's a very quick, quick uh, action person. All right, yet with the wisdom of God. 
She got on her donkey and with her five mates in attendance, five or so number of grace, right? Went with the messengers to David and became his wife, happily ever after. <laughs> but to be a king, that means King David must have seen, right? As she spoke into his future, reminding him, all right, of his kingdom. And then to be a king's wife, also not easy, right? Yeah, you need to have wisdom, right? Then there will probably be a lot of things for her to do. And David also realized that I want this one to be my wife. She's very wise. <laughs> she can calm me down when I'm angry. <laughs> she know what to do, right? So it's a beautiful story. Okay, now let's see in her name, how this characteristic, all right, of wisdom, intelligence is in already in the name, Hebrew letters of the name Abigail. Okay, so Abigail, the name comes from the Hebrew, uh, mean my father's joy, all right, or my father is exalted, or my father is rejoicing, Ab is father, right, from Abraham, same, so they started with the same, so Abigail Hebrew name starts with Aleph, Bet, Yud, Gimel, Yud, and Lamed, okay, Aleph, we have a little bit of understanding earlier, the first letter is about God, so God is the source, all right, in Abraham's life, in a uh, uh, Abigail's life, right? She was already given that name, the Hebrew letter, God number one in her life, right? The power, the source, the fire, fiery hand, the God of this universe we have learned, okay? The Almighty. So Aleph is in her name and Beth, okay? So she was very blessed also in the things of this world because Aleph is living inside, you know, like in a camp, in a house, okay? So she lived very blessed life. She was very prosperous. She was taking care of her household, the whole household, all right? Manage the whole household. And then spiritually, the youth there, okay? With, with the fear of God inside her. If she didn't have the fear of God, she wouldn't go to David and, you know, honor him as the anointed of God, right? So she has youth inside her name, two times youth. And then the letter, Gimel. Gimel is always like a giver. All right, she's always walking, all right, receiving and giving, receiving and giving, receiving from God, the blessings of God, spiritual into the natural, and she's always a giver, okay? It's in her journey in this life, she is wise, intelligent, spiritual as well, okay? She remembers God's word, right? <laughs> because she dared to remind King David in a humble way, respecting David, that this is what God said to you. She knows the Torah. <laughs> but she's not neighbor the fool, don't know anything. <laughs> okay. She knows her Torah very well, the word of God, the instructions very well about giving and taking care of one another in the tribe, in the, in the Hebrew. And they were even, they were actually same tribe, but the husband so foolish, don't even want to help. Okay. Now the, the uh, youth, we haven't gone to detail yet. Uh, in our learning. So we will go in it, but it's about spiritual, right? Except for yesterday, we learned a little bit, all right? The youth is the spirituality, all right? The spiritual realm, and it comes from God. But I want to go a little bit into uh, the last letter, which is Lamet, before we, we will go detail later on when we come to it. Okay, the Lamet is the 12th letter. That's the last one. And you can see this also 
probably in the future of our Abigail here. <laughs> okay, see, because your name is your destiny. See, remember for God is moving right to left, right? So to the last part is our left. You have all of it, but to the last part, it can be for all of us also. That's where, why God put us here and learn developing our spirit man. Okay, Lamed is a star, right? numerical value of 30. Okay, won't go into too detail, but enough for us. A staff, okay, so a staff of a shepherd, all right, the authority of shepherd, not king, all right, a shepherd staff to guide, and then it's a wooden rod. Okay, now these 12 are 22 letters, right? We've been learning Hebrew, Hebrew alphabet. Got how many letters, uh, Rachel? Ah, your teacher teach you right, well, right? 22 letters. So Lamet. It's the only letter, it's the middle letter, the one in red. It stands out. It's the tallest letter. Okay, so what is the meaning there? Okay, so the in the Hebrew, all right, uh, also lamet means to learn, all right, to uh, train for or to be trained. To war, to teach. To instruct, remember, it's always both ways, right? The Hebrew letters, one, we receive from Jesus, from God, and the other way, we become like Jesus. We give it out, all right? So, this in this Lamed word, it means teach, to learn first, to learn, to train, and be trained, and then to teach and to instruct as a disciple and a follower, okay? So, the Lamed is a, it's like a tower of teaching. We go in, and we learn, and then we did learn to be, we are trained by God, and then we train others, we disciple others. Okay. So there are 22 letters, right? 11 letters. And then Lamet starts the 12 letter, separate into two, prime number. Okay, we'll go later, I'll explain more, but today just enough for us to get something wonderful for our spirit. Okay, so the first 11 letters is all about our rescue. <laughs> Beautiful, no? It's about, remember, Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dale, uh, He, we have done until He. It's about Jesus coming down, God coming down to save men, right? Then the second up to the last one, then we go to Lamed. Onwards, it's about our journey on this earth. Our race. Paul says, Well, I run this race. So, how are we going to walk and run this race in victory? All revealed in the 22 alphabets. Huh, I haven't gone through all yet. So, very exciting. I can't wait to you know, get in. Right? Seeing even the first five already is so overwhelming. Our God. All right. Rescuing us, saving us from sin. Okay. From the clutches of the evil one. From our own humanity, right? The physical part, so blind, only no five senses. <laughs> only say, oh, okay, I can see one 500 ringgit, that's all. Ah, but Rachel can see more than 500 ringgit. Ah, because she see beyond the, the natural already. She can see the word of God say, sow the seed, it will grow. So bring us to the realm of God, the faith realm, right? And the, all inside this, 22 letters. So the middle letter is Lamet, which is in Abigail's name. Towards the end. 
So we start our pilgrimage from the flimsy tent into permanent home in the heavenlies. So this is our earth journey, right? Because of Jesus. So we are living in this house, right? It's called flimsy. This, this is a person, who, one of the rabbis, right? So here is temporary. We are reminded again, we are just on a journey passing by. We're not going to stay here forever, right? Our final place and destination is where? Heaven. Yeah, God prepared for us. We are passing by. So when we pass by, we want to fulfill God's purpose and destiny. So that when we go there, we have the palace, we have the mansion, and we have the reward that is eternal. So that's why the devil blinds people's eyes. Just focus on this earth, focus on this earth. Right? Today, we recognize that we are spirit beings. Okay? We are just on a journey here, pilgrimage. Anything that is physical will decay. Correct? But only what is forever? What will not pass away? Ah, <laughs> to quote exactly the word for word from the Bible, right? My words will not pass away. So you all want his word now. Yeah, you want something, you know, we buy things, right? How long can last? <laughs> we ask, right? And then the word of God is forever. But anything else will pass. So God let us come two by two. Okay, so each, each two will have a certain meaning in pairs, all right? So the first one is the, just now we uh, forgot, right? It's the bed and the gemel, the pilgrim, all right? Walking through, all right, from the tent, right? There's two, two letters, and then the next two, now you all know, you are very clever, right? <laughs> so for the beginning one, okay, is the, what's that? The red one. The third, the after gemel is? Ah, wow. Okay, recognize already, right? Dalet, the door, the window. I'll say, uh, the window is the hay. The door first, all right? The door. On, and then speaks of earth. So they are from this earth, okay? And uh, there's much more, lah, all right? Jesus is the door. He's re Jesus revealed as the way from death to life. Remember, hay is the life. So two, two, two letters together. This is all very brief, all right? Uh, Dalet, Jesus as the door. Now we can enter into the revelation in the word in the letter hey yes okay then you have the next one is the the valve and the zayin okay we haven't gone into it don't worry about it yet so it's about connecting all right connecting us to heaven jesus as the son of man and the son of god as the king of kings we will go in detail on the saturday when we go into the detailed letters so after that jesus is the uh, doorway, the entrance into the holy place, and the veil is torn. This is the beginning, the check, the number eight. All right, the new life. Yesterday I showed a little bit about the new life, right? Youth and the uh, letter check, it becomes life. And then the, the last two before Lamech, okay, again is the youth, the 10th letter. Jesus. The right hand of God, right? You is always about hand, God, all right? The right hand of God. Now seated at the right hand of God and Jesus, the sacrifice for our sin. Okay, so remember our rescue, all about what Jesus did, our redemption. Now we go to the 12th letter, which is Lamet. So you see Lamet is the middle letter, which is, means the center of everything, correct? The center is the middle. Actually, I did a little bit on Lamech earlier. 
So it is very tall letter. The top part points to heaven and then the, the bottom part goes down. Okay, so Jesus died and was buried in baptism. We too were buried. Jesus died and was buried in him. We died to the old life. Okay, so we have a new life, right? Unto death in the letters. Some of it we haven't gone into detail yet, but roughly. Start of the new life, the lament. After the chat, which is the new beginning, then this letter tells us that we are going into the new walk already, new life. So no more live your old life. That's why we go through water baptism. Right? Your old life has died. All things are gone. Old covenant gone. Everything that is old, gone. Old sickness, gone. Old record history, all gone. Today is the new one. All right? And the Lamed starts the beginning of the, of the new. We are born again. We are raised. Remember the Lamed looks up to heaven. So after we died with Christ, we are to look up or look down. Ah, from now onwards, you look up already. Don't look down. Don't look back. Okay? Look up to heaven. That is your, your realm. Okay? So Jesus was raised from the dead. To him, we too have new life. Jesus went down to hell for us to go up. We also go down. We died with him. Right? And then we now can go up. So let us press on to maturity. So the second part of the, the Hebrew letters is about our growth. All right? Maturity. All right? In Christ. And how we're going to grow and grow and grow all the way looking up. All right? In uh, Colossians, it says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth anymore. Okay? So we have uh, looking up at Jesus and that's where we grow and build our spirit man. So there's growth in everyone, including Elisha also, right? <laughs> so you got Elisha, Elijah to guide, guide you. So everyone here, okay, grow. Grow spiritually. Don't, don't stay where uh, we were years ago. Learning. So the Lamed actually represents uh, looking up, all right, and learning from God, being disciple, and then teaching others, discipling them. Uh, right? Jesus, the Great Commission say, right, go into the world, all right? Make disciples of all nations. Okay, starting from what? Jerusalem, Judea, right? Begin to teach. That's why we need to have the word. If we don't have the word, we can never teach people. <laughs> Correct or not? Your teacher in the school. <laughs> you don't know anything, can teach you or not. <laughs> yeah, every day say the same thing. Be good, ah. Huh? Don't be naughty, ah. Huh? Then the, your parents will say, Why well, I send you to school? You, you, the teacher teach you the same thing I tell you every day. <laughs> be good, ah? be obedient. No, they have to teach. Okay, that's why, right? Even in communion and tithing, everything that we do here that is involves teaching because it's from teaching that we grow, right? We understand, we have revelation, then only we can grow. You all went to school or not? <laughs> you got teacher, they teach you. That's why you all can pass exam and you grow and you can be useful in society. If you go to a school, the teacher just play with you all the time. You learn nothing, right? So the lament, right? Maybe after God, Jesus has saved us in that Hebrew letter itself, it's about learning now. Okay? Looking up. Learning. And then the being discipled. Okay? You remember yesterday about the word teaching or so? It's pointing out, correcting. All right? All these things are involved. 
Abigail, and not Abigail, <laughs> although he was a son, Jesus learned obedience from the things he suffered. Our Lord Jesus also learned. Learn obedience. Okay, then we all know it. <laughs> we are his disciples. So Jesus is new covenant already, right? But he still learned obedience. So don't get the misconception of grace. We don't need to obey or learn obedience anymore. So you have this whole group of so-called grace people. Wow. Oh, hey, you one. <laughs> you know, nobody obey anybody because I'm under grace. So I remember seeing a caption, you know, a joke about this uh, lady in a car driving past the red light and then the, uh, the policeman stopped giving her the law, you know, you have to defend. She said, officer, I'm under grace. <laughs> okay, so grace is not like that, okay? Yeah, grace just brings us to really appreciate God because we don't deserve. And then love his law, love his instruction and also still need to learn how to Yes, how to obey because Ephesians 5 or 6 got tell you or not, obey your parents. <laughs> okay, right? In the Lord, unless they tell you to go against God. That part we cannot because God is still number one. Other than that, other things we need to obey, we need to humble, right? We need to respect, right? In the Bible also, right? Do, do not correct older people. Yeah, that's what Paul teach Timothy as a young pastor. Okay, for the older ones, you must learn how to show them respect. For the older women, treat them as uh, your mothers, spiritual mothers and the sisters, so forth. Okay, so obedience is what Jesus also learned. Right, remember in the, he can be very, you know, I am God, now. <laughs> I can do everything. But remember, he submitted to his parents. Yeah, when his time not yet come. He submitted and then he followed back the parents. But he just, in his time at 12, he had to go to the temple, all right, to um, reveal something. And then that he is, do, he is here because to do the father's business. But he still go back and follow the parents. Not yet time for him to do the ministry. <clears throat> but he started teaching at age of 30. <laughs> 12 only one time. He declared and then after that he go back. Only at 30, he started his ministry. 30 is also the number of Amen. teacher. Okay? So if teach our teacher, Jesus, our Savior, need to learn obedience, okay? It's in the Bible, okay? And how he learned? From the things he suffered also. So sometimes we suffer a bit of persecution. People laugh at us because we've got a new name. <laughs> okay? Yeah, that's where we learn. All right? We learn obey God. God said, I give you this new name. But then said, these people all laugh at me. Who you want to obey? Obey God. <laughs> so from the suffering, we learn to obey God. So it's not a suffering that we ourselves, uh, you know, deserve one. Okay, we, we identify ourselves with Him. And that's the time when, you know, obedience is making choice. You have to make a decision. Alright, so in those persecutions, how we learn obedience? We learn to make a decision. Now, should I continue sharing the gospel? Because when I share the gospel, they call me, I are you Jesus person, you what, all they call you names. So you have to make a decision. Do I still continue? Obey God. Remember in the book of Acts, the disciples said something when they were caught by the Pharisees, right? They want to put them in prison. And then they told uh, these uh, people, tell the, the uh, disciples, okay, we will let you go. But you promise, stop 
preaching. Stop talking about this man, Jesus. And then what was their answer? Peter said, we ought to obey God and not man. See, obedience is in the new covenant. <laughs> it's in the new being, the new creation. All right, But this time, it's out of realizing how much God loves you. Then it's your free choice now. You can choose. Even if you don't want, you are not condemned because of Jesus dying for you. See how beautiful. Very different. But we still choose to obey. We still make decisions. Right? If you tithe and offer and then your parents or what, you know, who don't know God, then they say, why are you putting so much money there in your church? Uh, then you, in your heart, you still have to make the decision. Am I going to obey God or obey man? Okay? So this is very... Uh, Jesus also learned his obedience through the things he suffered. So we, when we have some form of persecution, it is giving God giving a gift for us to learn obedience to him. Not to learn the letter of the law, right? But to learn the, to walk in the spirit, okay? The letter kills, but the spirit gives life. So today our obedience is not the letter of the law. It has the Holy Spirit, the hay inside us to give us the wisdom, all right, to make the decision to obey God and bring life. Okay, not the one I have to give up, mommy. No choice. Uh. <laughs> if not, uh, they expel me from the church. Uh. <laughs> not like that, right? Yeah, that's the letter of the law. Okay, but the, the spirit, okay, the, the, uh, the what the spirit gives life, right? No, it's okay. You don't understand. Never mind. You know, but. I love to give, if you can explain, all right, what Jesus has done for me. That's why today I'm just giving him back a bit of what he has. I can never repay back God's love for me. Can or not? How much we have also came from him. All right, so what we're giving him? So let it be the spirit, not the letter of the law. All right? Okay, that's why it's not by compulsion. All right, but when we understand what Jesus has done for us, and in the first few letters, we already begin to see how good he's chasing after you, you know, the Gemel, <laughs> right? To, to bless you. The window is waiting there on, on the lurch, right? The windows of heaven waiting, the angels waiting to what? Pour down. So when we begin to have this revelation, giving and obeying God's word is nothing, right? It's seeing how big he is, how big our God is. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. See, Jesus talked about learning. He's, he came down and teach the disciples, sit down with them, eat with them, always teaching them. You call me teacher and you are right, for so I am, Jesus said. And the, you have the, uh, the Holy Spirit, he will teach you all things. So we have the word now, as Jesus teaching us from the word, the Holy Spirit, now the hay come inside to bring us the revelation of the word, to bring life to you, okay? And God gives us also teachers and pastors in the church. That's why you have those uh, teachers over you to teach you when you are still young and you're always young, <laughs> always learning, all right? Even myself, learning. I now have to learn from all those rabbis there, you know? And sometimes, well, I have to listen many, many, many times, okay? Give us, this is God's gift to us, teachers, helping us to learn, right? You go to school, you appreciate your teacher or not. Ah, so the teacher in the spirit outside will teach you all those things, all right, for you to get a, a salary, okay? 
your spiritual teacher teach you the spiritual things for you to have life and life in abundance in every area of your life, right? Okay, so having received mercy and forgiveness, we lead others into this new life. That is the Lamed. Can you see our beauty for ashes, Abigail? <laughs> All right, that God has given her this name, right? That one day, as she keep on learning humility, okay, and can see her generosity, right? <laughs> yeah, it's all inside her name, the Gemel. That's why God wants to tell you. And of course, you already inherent got some of it. And now when God confirmed this name to you, you're going to have so much of this anointing of Abigail in your life, all right? And having received mercy and forgiveness, which is the spiritual part that all of us also receive, we can now lead others into this new life so we don't become stagnant, <laughs> right? After we receive everything, then we stop there. No, we grow, right? And then be able to impart to others, be able to uh, show mercy to others also, just like uh, David, no, don't become Nabel. <laughs> but you remember Nabel, right? So you remember, we don't want to be foolish because he got heart attack and then God finished him off <laughs> and then he got went into coma for 10 days. Okay, so... In order to be not foolish, go to the words of wisdom. All right, that's what we are going through devotion. Psalm, all right, uh, Proverbs, uh, a lot of wisdom inside there. So that you don't end up like Nabal. So I will teach transgressors, transgressors your ways, and sinners will turn to you. So at the end of our life is where we receive so much from God. Okay, it becomes life to us. Now we go out to the world. Transgressors are the sinners, right? To turn them towards God by teaching, by showing mercy, grace, okay? Not just tell them, God bless you. Then they don't know what is it also. <laughs> Why God bless me? Why God love me? Teach them, share with them God's word as you have received, all right? A pupil is not above his teacher, but everyone, after he has been fully trained, will be like his teacher. Yeah, so the Jesus always humble himself. Remember, huh? He's always humble, humble son of God to come down, and he give respect to his father. He says, "What my father says, I say. What my father do, I do." Yeah, and then I will send to you the Holy Spirit, who will remind you and teach you of all that I have said unto you. Okay, so the pupil, his disciples, as is called disciple, see who and. Uh, What's the other one? Disciples. Totai. <laughs> yeah. So we're always grateful to the seafood. Okay. Elisha, Elijah. All right. There's always a seafood there. So Jesus teach us, right, that we don't become proud. Always be humble. Right. And the pupil is not above. So we're always in the learning mode. At the same time, when we learn, we give out. We learn because the more we give out, the more we learn. Right. Each time after I teach, Finish, the Holy Spirit will give me more revelation. As you give up, God gives you back more and more. All right. So, with this, uh, then after he has been fully trained, then you'll be like the teacher. Eventually, we'll be like Jesus. All right. But we don't try. How do you become like Jesus? Learn. Learn. Learn obedience. Learn God's ways. And we are learning about God, who he is. 
and learning how to love his law as King David did. Okay, so you can see that <clears throat> these characteristics and destiny in Abigail. All right, when she, she's called Abigail, she has the intelligence of Abba, father in that name. And then she has youth spirituality inside her. She can hear God, wisdom, right? Gemel, she's generous in, in this character, right? Uh, in this Abigail in the Bible. She's generous, she's wise, she's a giver. She walked this journey, right? Acknowledging God. She's humble because you see how the way she approached David, right? She didn't say, you know, now you are run away. <laughs> and then God say like this, like this. No, she comes with respect to him as the servant of God. And she can see into the future. What future did she see? She saw David's future, right? Yeah, she was able to remind David and prophesy to him that your kingdom, that time not yet happened, right? Even the, the prophets, right? she prophesied. That's why she was known as one of the prophets also. Right? She saw into David's future and prevented David from doing something that he will regret later. All these characteristics, can you see inside the, in her letters, Hebrew letters of her name? Yeah? And also, you know, later on, I believe, as a wife of the king, she needs to have wisdom. <laughs> right? People will come to her right, for counsel or what she needs. Wisdom and with the lament inside, who is she looking to down or up? Yeah, she's looking up because lament is in her name, where she looked up and she learned as a pupil, as a student, right? She's learning from God, and it can be seen she knows the word of God. <laughs> Only Nabel don't know, <laughs> right? So, this is her destiny. So, you see, uh, the Hebrew letter is so powerful, right? It brings out the characteristics of that person as well as the destiny from the beginning of the Hebrew letters, right from left. So you can see which letter is your beginning and the end. All right. It's going to bring you into, this is who you will be more. So for our sister Ab Abigail here, the live one, <laughs> the 20th century, are we 20th century? Okay. Today's one, all right. This will be her destiny. All right. She's been learning, 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 learning. Then, because when I studied Abigail, I didn't know her characteristic, that she's a very generous person, right? Uh, intelligent and all that. As I studied it, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, Abigail got all those characteristics also. <laughs> and humble, you know? She knows who her teacher is. She, you know? She's just focused properly and then learning, look above, above. Okay, everyone have the lament inside. So each, even though it's not in your name, right? Now we know all these characteristics can be part of us also. All right, this is because whatever happened in her name or in the Hebrew letters is in what Jesus did for us, right? So we can, as I said, take also take, take. All right, don't be shy. <laughs> take all the blessings. All right, that is in God's real, God's real hidden in the Hebrew letters, and then. Uh, manifested through Jesus' life, death, resurrection for us. Receive, learn, learn from above, okay? Learn from Holy Spirit, and then you will see the manifestation in our lives. And one day we will grow more and more like 
our teacher like Jesus himself. Amen? Okay? Oh, today, not so long. All right. You all learn something? <laughs> Abigail, <laughs> now you know your name. Ah, so beautiful and powerful, right? Yeah. Okay, so let everyone call you Abigail now. That's it. You don't know what's the meaning? I tell you. <laughs> the, last, the middle letter, center of everything in your life is Jesus. All right, for all of us, we may not have the name Abigail, we have the name Jesus. All right, and you have all these characteristics of God inside your life. Okay, so receive something from this life, Abigail. And remember, don't name your children. <laughs> okay. Maybe you have the, you know, the English version sounds a bit like this. You think it's nice, right? Sometimes it's changed, right? So just remember, check first the name before you call them. Because uh, Abigail said what? Nabel, lift out the meaning of his name. So don't, don't bother about him. He's just leaving out the meaning of his name. Okay, but today we leave out the meaning of our name in Christ, the anointed one, a savior. As we learn from God, we teach others and bring sinners back to God, right? Sinners will return to you, to God. So that's a great commission, right? Returning back to the Lord and growing in maturity, becoming more and more like Jesus, not with, hope, not with own effort, but learning. Learning the spirit, spirit man. Growing. Amen? So all of you are growing more and more from the word. Right? Learning obedience through some persecution <laughs> before once and then same as what Jesus did. All growing in order to serve the Lord. Yeah? Okay, let's pray. Good to see Esther here and Ying Ying. Yeah, we missed you yesterday. Ying Ying. Shukurabaka Shiki, Leandarabaka Shandarabaka. So, this uh, teachings, all right, today reveal again about our life. All right, and God is in our life. You have a different destiny, and your characteristic is as God like Jesus, like Holy Spirit, okay? And in your different names, you will move in that calling according to what God has set for you. So not everyone is an Abigail in fullness or everyone is an Abraham or a Sarah, but you have been given that name for you to walk in that specific destiny, all right? 